You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School with Ben Jabawi. So on Black Friday this year, I made really only a handful of purchases. One of those was a little rug from ruggable.com. I've bought from them before, honestly. We bought a rug from them probably a year ago, I think it was, and we love it. Honestly, it looked better in person than it looked online, super soft. And so when we were kind of thinking about buying another rug uh, so I can outfit this podcast room that I'm in, I figured might as well buy from Ruggable again. It was a really positive experience. So I really don't know what the like root cause of this was. Maybe it was Black Friday, Cyber Monday volumes were high. Maybe they've just grown so rapidly. But wow, like the experience this time around has just been brutal. And, you know, it's no no offense to that. I'm just being real here. <laughs> so place the order. And what? Today when I'm recording, it's December 30th. So uh, over a month out and zero communication, no updates. I've reached out to see what's cooking. I got a really kind of cold templated response, just that the order hasn't shipped yet, but not that like their volumes are high or anything like that. And I'm kind of left thinking here, like I probably won't order from them again, all because of this post-purchase experience. So one of the things I always talk about is that the moment you convert your first order, that is not the end. That's really just the beginning of hopefully a loyal repeat customer relationship. Everything from the order confirmation page, the emails, the fulfillment emails, all of that needs to properly set expectations. Otherwise, you're at risk for creating doubt, letting your customers lose interest. And like in my experience with Ruggable, reversing a previously positive experience and sentiment around the brand. So I might be being picky, maybe, I don't know, but I really do feel that post-purchase is one of the most critical pieces of the customer journey especially right now in the middle of Shipageddon, I know I'm not the only customer in this spot. So I wanted to bring in an expert on the topic. My friend Yao is the founder of a company called Malomo, which for my money is the best post-purchase experience app for growing Shopify brands. He lives and breathes post-purchase for e-com stores. So I thought it'd be fun to get his take directly. Yao, what would you say to Ruggable or any brand who's listening here? Maybe you can start with tactics for creating an amazing post-purchase experience. Thanks, Ben, for having me on the show. Really excited to share some thoughts around this. I think you touched on a really important theme that we talk about a lot at Malomo, and that's expectation setting. So I'm going to give you three tactics you can put into action today. But before I do, let me share a quick analogy that I think paints a really good picture for people about this topic. So indulge me for a second. Imagine you're at a new restaurant. The place is packed, so you have to assume the food is super good. You get seated really quickly, you order food, the waiter was great, makes a lot of really good recommendations, and gets you excited to try a new dish. 15 minutes goes by and your food isn't out yet. You're annoyed, but no biggie, the place is busy, so you understand. And 30 minutes goes by, still nothing. An hour goes by, your waiter hasn't checked on you the entire time. With each passing minute, your rage just inches up until you can't take it anymore and you just walk out, cancel your order, leave the restaurant. In your car, you're so angry, you write a review on Yelp and tell all of your friends about the horrible experience you just had. Needless to say, you're never going to that restaurant again. Now imagine the same scenario, but before you even get seated, the hostess tells you the wait time is 90 minutes. 
that's a long time, but you've heard really good reviews about the restaurant from your friends. So you decide to wait it out anyway. You sit down, place your order. You're starving, but at least you know it's going to be a while. So you relax, spend some time with your friends while you wait. Your waiter's checking on you every 10 minutes, refilling your glass, telling jokes. They're giving you updates on when your food should arrive, which puts you at ease. And you actually feel a little sympathetic for the waiter because you can tell they're just working super hard, trying to make sure that everybody's happy for all the tables that they're waiting. After an hour, your order comes out. You're actually pleasantly surprised because you're expecting it to take an hour and a half. The food is delicious, well worth the wait. And you leave feeling like the entire experience was great. You thank your friends for the recommendation. And actually, you tell a few of your other friends to check out the spot. So in both scenarios, it actually took an hour to get your food. But in one scenario, you cancel and leave. And in the other, you actually refer the restaurant more business. Now, the best brands in commerce treat their post-purchase experience like scenario two. They know that in today's environment, they can't predict when packages are going to arrive. So at every point in the customer experience, they're setting expectations, reinforcing those expectations, and communicating generously and transparently about what's happening. They're not hiding from the fact that there's problems or issues or delays. They're leaning into those things. And when you do it right, it actually creates more opportunity for you to remarket to those customers in those moments. Now think about that for a minute. Imagine if Ruggable tried to send you more email to make a purchase, Ben. In that moment, you probably would have immediately unsubscribed from all of their marketing. Post-purchase is a crucial component of driving lifetime value with your customers. A staggering 84% of consumers will not shop with a brand again following a negative delivery experience. Bad post-purchase experiences are killing your brand reputation and your retention. So what should you do? So here are four things you can do. First, monitor your post-purchase fulfillment times. So each week, look at three numbers. The average time it's taking from order placed to fulfilled, the average time it's taking from order fulfilled to delivered, and any exceptions or outliers that are happening, right? Packages that are taking way longer than the average or packages that look like they actually never made it to, to your customer. We've been seeing fulfillment and shipping times just plummet during COVID and especially during this holiday season. So it's important to actively monitor this data each week as these numbers fluctuate. Then once you have all that data, it's a great time to begin to craft your messaging and communication strategy. So you should share the average delivery times on your home pages, your product pages, your checkout pages. Be really pessimistic about timing. Assume that things are going to take longer than you expect and make your customers aware of that. And then time your messages around that data. So if you know a package takes an average five days and it's day seven, trigger an email to your customer saying, hey, we realize that your package is taking a little bit longer than expected. We're aware of this and we're monitoring it to make sure it still arrives on time. Then when packages fall outside that average delivery, proactively notify customers and they create simultaneously support tickets in your support software. Have your support agents investigate what's happening and then see if there's anything problematic with any of those orders or it's just simply taking longer than you'd expect. And then lastly, keep people excited and engaged while they wait. Like in that restaurant example, the waiter coming over and filling drinks or telling jokes really helped ease the tension of the wait. Same thing goes for your customers. Like Ben said, he really just wanted to stay updated on his order. On average, people look at order tracking four to five times per order. And you can use those interactions to build your brand. 
a few of the things that Malomo customers do that I think is awesome is they'll share videos of their story or their mission of their founder talking about why they started the company. When something goes wrong, they'll trigger an email from their founder personally apologizing for the delay. Some will share discount codes for any delivery problems. So customers feel like, you know, you care about them and you empathize with what's going on. Those things can help trigger repeat purchases, which is turning it kind of a negative problem into a kind of a win-win scenario for you and your customers. And then others will share entertaining content from their blog or their social feed. At Malomo, our customers use these tactics all the time and they're seeing really great results. On average, they see about a 50% or more reduction in support volume because of the proactive notifications they're sending out and transparently communicating delivery times and averages. And they're also seeing a whopping 1% to 3% repeat purchase rate by sharing promotions or product recommendations on their delivery notifications and their tracking pages. So hopefully that helps people getting started with their post-purchase experience. Ooh, love that restaurant analogy. Wow. I also thought that automatic support ticket idea, I thought that was really clever. Shit happens, but how you deal with that shit for your customers makes all the difference. This is the exact scenario I'm in right now with Ruggable. Rather than send me promo after promo, uh, honestly, I think I'm getting an email from them every day about something new with no recognition of my order. Where it is, you know, they could have easily picked up on my order status, put me in a queue for outreach from support directly since they knew it was longer than average. All of that. Yeah, this was really, really good stuff today. And if you're not familiar with Malomo yet, you can check them out at gomalomo.com. M-A-L-O-M-O. See you next time.